Welcome to Imagine That. Your host is Dr. Miriam Franco. Today, we'll discover the power of imagination to relax and discuss many of the ways it can help solve problems, improve your health, and more. Imagination is a healthy, powerful tool that, when applied to a concern, becomes a powerful ally that we can all benefit from. Now, here is Dr. Miriam Franco. Welcome to Imagine That. I'm your host, Dr. Miriam Franco. As a psychologist and a guided imagery specialist, I have witnessed the power of our imagination to help us reduce pain, let go of stress, prepare for challenging life events, and improve our health and coping. As Albert Einstein said, first we imagine it, then we create it. Each week on Imagine That, I interview healthcare professionals, wellness experts, teachers, artists, and community leaders who apply innovative ways to use the power of the imagination to relax, cope, perform, and learn. Today, we explore stress-free brides. Our guest is Becky Bow, a makeup artist extraordinaire in Philadelphia who specializes in makeup for brides to realize their natural beauty and personal style. She truly knows what stress brides undergo in planning a wedding and being a main focus of a wedding celebration. We'll discuss how best to become a stress-free bride, as well as other special anecdotes and makeup tips, tips and issues Becky will share with us. Becky Bow has been working in the beauty industry for almost 30 years. She began her career in New York City, working for makeup mogul Laura Geller and then Kamara Annert. During her time freelancing for these two well-known artists, she earned her bachelor's degree from Hunter College and then a master's of theological studies from Harvard Divinity School. She then worked in nonprofit education and administration and testing. A born teacher, Becky understands what it means to approach learning with passion and focus. Her main areas of expertise are in makeup for photography, video, and special events, including weddings, and in business development and personal branding. In 2019, Becky established the Paint School of Makeup in Philadelphia, a special place where those who are interested in makeup as a professional can develop their skills. Welcome, Becky, to Imagine That, and thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, Miriam. I want to share with our listeners how we met. At that time, you had just started your Makeup for Brides business, and I had just produced my relaxation and guided imagery CD called Stress-Free Bride. We discovered, yeah, we discovered that we had many interests in common, a love for music, working with brides, and we had both obtained master's degrees at divinity schools. Correct. Correct. How, how unusual is that? A little bit unusual, but we were simpatico right from the beginning. That's right. I can personally attest to your talents because you did my makeup for my wedding and recently for my daughter's wedding. Over the years... As you developed your own business and expanded your craft, I came to appreciate how challenging it can be to apply makeup to help someone look more natural 
not more made up. I discovered that doing makeup the way you do is not just applying tips and techniques. And in fact, like the topic of this podcast series suggests, it also involves the power of the imagination. It isn't really as pro forma as others may think. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, Becky, what have you come to learn about the essential art of doing makeup? That's a very good question, Miriam, because I don't think it was um, a question that I would have asked myself or even thought of in the early years that I was doing makeup, because I will admit that at the time that I was functioning in New York City and freelancing for Laura Geller and then Kamara Honored, as you mentioned, I didn't really have much of a passion for doing makeup on others. It was simply a way to earn money. Mm-hmm. So I didn't put a lot of thought into it. And I came back to makeup here in Philadelphia in 2008, purely because I saw an opportunity, um, not because I had a passion for makeup. You, you know, you'll often hear women say, or, or girls, I love makeup. I just love makeup. Well, I, I never really felt that way, not in relation to working with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, that destiny played a role. I think that uh, having come back to makeup um, as a, a, a mature woman versus a 30-year-old woman um, made a big difference in how I approach what I do. Um, I, When I first started doing weddings uh, with Laura Geller, I was a contemporary of the bride. Now I'm a contemporary of the mom. And I see things differently in that regard. But because I do so many private lessons, often with women around my age, and I'm 61, or even younger, that um, one thing that I've come to understand very much about makeup is the, the, the basic point of makeup to me is to remove distractions. So in effect, it's not unlike Photoshop because when you remove things and what that aren't supposed to be there, then the person looks better. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and that could be hyperpigmentation. It could be a blemish. It could be incomplete eyebrows. It could be bad makeup. But now I really come to understand that that's the point of makeup fundamentally for the lay person. That's not to say that, you know, someone who's following people on social media and, 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 and has the hobby of makeup and can play with lots of colors and they're young and it's fun, that's fine. But for women around my age and even just lay women who aren't necessarily very good at makeup, letting them know that, that, that the point of makeup is to remove distractions, release a lot of anxiety on their part because they come to start to understand what makeup is actually for and not what the beauty industry has been telling them it is for. Yes. And it, your statements make me think about and consider and wonder, how do most of us learn to apply makeup? Not all of us learn it from our mothers or we may not have a sister it may be from a friend. It may be at a cosmetic counter in a local department store. It's not like um, like learning how to swim. No, it isn't. And I always say to women as I start a lesson, I say the first thing I actually tell them is I say, I'm going to teach you what you can do, not what I can do. 
because uh-huh. the beauty industry has run with the mythology that women emerge from the womb, qua women, being expert at using beauty products and cosmetics. And if they weren't able to promote that mythology, they wouldn't be able to sell a thing to anybody. This brings me to a, a larger question. How, do, how did you and how do you continue to decide what products to use? Because there are so many products, there's so much marketing and hype, mm-hmm. not to mention a billion-dollar billion industry trying to convince us what we need to buy, use, or apply. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, you know, obviously you have to change as new things become available, but like, how did... Uh, how do you filter through all this? Well, one thing I do, don't do is buy every new thing. I, I do, I have over time determined based on products that I am able to sell at my studio. I'm a terrible salesperson, Miriam. I, you know, I have products, but I, I know that how much women have spent and I don't, uh, I'm not good at selling them the products that I have, but they but they need them and want them, and I know I'm providing a service. But uh, there are certain brands that I am able to sell and, and retail in, in my studio, and I only purchase from brands that allow me to cherry pick because I certainly don't want a brand, for example, telling me, well, you have to buy the whole range of our products because very unlikely that I'm going to think anyone needs all their products or that I'm going to like all their products. Okay. So I find that there are certain certain products that I've been able to work with that I find reliable. At the same time, an awful lot of stuff comes through my space because women bring their stuff in for me and oftentimes they leave without it and I end up recycling it. So I, I see a lot of different products, sometimes the same things over and over again. I'm not without some curiosity about innovation. Um, but I don't let myself get caught up in the fun and the dopamine response of, you know, buying everything that comes down the pike, you know, whatever, whatever's new. But that's very much a, a function of the beauty industry is to constantly create the sense of newness and wonder and excitement, which is not really a benefit to women. No, and the packaging is so seductive. Seductive and excessive, uh, given yeah. we're, we're going to get sucked into the void any minute by the climate emergency. So Right. And, and speaking of um, nature, it's my understanding that you um, are oriented to use products that are also more natural and don't make use of not simply harmful ingredients, but, um, you know, animals or animal parts. If I can, um, I will say that um, in, in my practice with private clients, I do err on the side of less chemicals if and when I can. And, um, you know, there is a bit of smoke and mirrors involved in the clean beauty movement as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my concerns about uh, cosmetics are have more to do with the volume of product and the packaging and the impact on our environment, I think. You know, whether or not your lipstick's going to give you cancer is the least of our worries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but, but yes, I agree. And especially when I'm working with teenagers, and I do occasionally do lessons for teenagers, um, you know, I do stress that while my chemical load is determined already, I mean, I'm cooked, um, <laughs> but, um, but, but they're young and they have a choice not to spread chemicals all over their bodies or spray things on their bodies and then, you know, 
uh, inhale them. So I, I would very much encourage parents of, of teenagers and tweens to be very careful uh, and help orient them towards um, staying away from a lot of chemicals in these beauty products. So, you know, before we get into brides, which we'll, we'll do in our next segment, what are just some of the typical hmm, problematic things, like one thing that teens tend to do or mature women with mm-hmm. makeup? You know, well, sort of quick kind of. Gotcha. Well, I think you know, one thing I, I try and um, stress to teens is that what they're watching on social media is a form of entertainment mm-hmm. um, and that they should probably look at that and whatever passion emerges for them in relation to makeup as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, not unlike going to a craft store like Michael's or AC Moore and getting a paint set or um, something like that, because sure, at that age, they can, they can be at home and they can play with glitter and have fun, but that it's not really for the real world. And it's not meant necessarily as um, a, a, a guideline for what they should look like. Um, okay. So let's also um, think of this in our next segment about mature women, because we're about to approach our first commercial break. Okay. Listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. De stress with guided imagery. I'm Dr. Franco, a relaxation and guided imagery specialist. I've designed an app, Imagery Work, to relieve stress and improve mood, coping, and performance. My sensory meditations are easy to use and promote fast, effective relief from stress in the body and anxious thinking. Imagery work includes tracks for special challenges, relieve caregiver stress, defeat dental fear, stress-free bride, coping with anxiety with multiple sclerosis, mastering test anxiety, and many wellness tracks as well. To download imagery work, go to Apple Store or Google Play. To learn more about guided imagery, visit imageryworkcom To access imagery work, go to App Store or Google Play. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Imagine That. 
If you have a question or comment about our show or would like to share a story about how your imagination has helped you, send an email to Dr. M. E. Franco at Yahoo.com. That's Dr. M. E. Franco at Yahoo.com. Now, back to Imagine That. Welcome back to Imagine That. I'm Dr. Miriam Franco, your host. My guest today is Becky Bow, a 2018 and 2019 Best of Style winner by Philadelphia Style Magazine, a 2017 Award of Excellence winner from Wedding International Professionals Association, and a 2015 Best of Philly Philadelphia Magazine winner. Becky is a makeup artist with expertise in makeup for brides and mature women. She has also established the Paint School of Makeup in Philadelphia. If you'd like to learn more about Becky's work, you can visit her website at www.beckybow.com. That's B-E-K-E-B-E-A-U.com or her Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Becky Bow. And if you'd like to learn more about her school of makeup, visit www.paintschoolofmakeup.com. And for those prospective brides listening, if you'd like to lower stress associated with planning and preparing for a wedding, just access my guided imagery track, Stress-Free Bride, on my guided imagery app, Imagery Work, available on Google Play or at Apple Store. In our last segment, Becky, we started to discuss what were one or two obvious, repetitive issues or problems you saw teens or tweens and mature women make using makeup. And you had, before our break, discussed what teens tend to do. How about mature women? Well, the Probably what I see most commonly, and again, these are women who have been conditioned to think that they're supposed to know what to do with this stuff um, and often feel inadequate. Uh, not only do they feel overwhelmed when they're walking around a big makeup store, but they're feeling inadequate at the same time. So it's a, it's a lose-lose situation. Uh-huh. But what I see most often is that, uh, for example, women will say to me, I just, I just can't get my eyeliner right. So I'm looking at them and I'm think, thinking, you're, because of your eye shape, you, there's no need for eyeliner. So the point I'm trying to make is that we, women tend to approach makeup like there is eyeshadow, therefore I shall use it. Or there is eyeliner, therefore I must use it. And not really thinking about what's right for them. You know, What are those two or three things that they can do with makeup that will make them look better quickly. Yeah. One thing I've learned from movie stars and from you is that you always do your eyebrows. Aha. Yes. Very. Brows are everything. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And then as older women tend to, you know, have brought brows that are a bit compromised by overplucking or just the hair loss over time. So. Mm -hmm. And what is one of the most common myths or pet peeves you might have um, that brides believe about makeup or bring into the studio with you? Well, I can tell you that I try and head those pet peeves off at the pass Mm -hmm. by telling them in a document that I prepare in advance and send to them before they come in. 
um, that I don't really want them to bring me pictures of makeup that they like on other people. Mm -hmm. Because what they're responding to and what we're all responding to when we look at a picture of a of an attractive woman, we're not responding to the makeup. We're responding to their attractiveness, their, their photogenic, you know, gifts. Um, and so uh, it, because brides tend not to really understand always what is going on with the makeup in the picture, they think that in some cases that, that they'll say to me, well, I want that makeup. I want that look. And uh, they may look and often do look very different than the person in the photo. So there's this real disconnect and confusion between imagery and what is possible or even flattering for them. Right. Yes. Um, we're going to get to that a little later on about imagery and mm -hmm. what they imagine. So speaking about brides, what are some of the stresses you observe brides experiencing? You have been with so many brides, mm -hmm. you know, uh, maybe a month or two before the wedding, certainly the morning, day of, or evening of the wedding, mm -hmm. and, uh, and uh, typically bridesmaids too, or the mother of the bride. Mm -hmm. I mean, you must really just seen so much at this point. Um, what are the stresses that you pick up that may not always be as obvious to other people? Uh, well, I do think that um, social media has, um, and, and all of that imagery has definitely uh, created more stress for brides, much more. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when I first started doing makeup, people couldn't show me a picture on their phone. If anything, they might have a picture from a magazine, but now they're absolutely bombarded and inundated with imagery. Mm -hmm. So there's all that going on that it, it comes to me in, 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 in what I do with them, but it's affecting a lot more parts of their life than just their relationship with their makeup artist for their wedding. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we have that to deal with. Um, and, and, I, and I think of the result of what's happening with all of this is I see a, a rise in the tendency to, for self-doubt, for second-guessing oneself, for not being sure, um, for sort of confusion and anxiety there. Then there's the other types of um, issues around the wedding that I, I see over and over again causing bride stress in relation to me specifically, in, in addition to whatever relationship we have together and what their expectations are of me. Um, and what, what are some of those? Those are, well, you know, I, I've gotten to the point now, and I, I'm lucky because of my age and my, my position that I, I, can, I can, I'm looking for my ideal client. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so I want to make sure that the bride understands that she's not coming to me because I can create any look she wants. She's coming to me because she likes my style. Yes, you're not an illusionist. <laughs> right, and I'm not a forger. Right. And, uh, and, you know, and, and many makeup artists make their living as, as forgers. You know, they do try and, 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 um, and give whatever, um, whatever result the bride is looking for to them, which may or may not be a good idea because it, it may not be flattering. I'm at a stage now at 61 in the twilight of my career, if you will, to say, I'm not your girl. 
or, um, you know, are we a good fit? You need to come to me because this is my style. Don't show me a picture from social media and, and, and think that we're a good fit. We're not right. Um, Uh and I'm talking about the typical overdone, over highlighted, over contoured, over browed kind of over everything kind of look. I Um, think one of the, um, most overdone looks I've noticed is the smoky eye. Yeah, that and, and this terrible brows that are just really artificial looking. So, so you know, we, we, we do need to be a good fit. And, I, and again, I have the luxury now and at the point that I'm at to sort of, you know, be able to have the confidence to, uh, to say no. And to make sure that we're a good fit in the, and that what I'm, that they're choosing me for my style, much in the same way that someone would choose a photographer for their style. You yes. Know? I would also think that unless you really have experience in the fashion industry or you, you know, you, you do a lot of public speaking or performance, the bride really wouldn't understand also how makeup is supposed to appear when you're being photographed or under different kind of light. Absolutely. And you make a good point, actually, because one of the stresses I see for brides is they, they are not used to being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And being the center of attention is not easy for them. It, you know, for me, having been a performer, I'm like, boom, put the camera on me. I'm happy to jump on stage. But for them, it's an entirely different experience. So, you know, having that camera pointed on them or anticipating having the camera pointed on them creates a tremendous amount of anxiety and stress for a lot of brides. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention, they've got so many other things they're thinking about. Right. simultaneously right right yeah and um any anything you've really noticed with mothers of the bride or is, is it hard to sort of generalize well it isn't hard to generalize necessarily um i i will say that um the one theme that i find is usually running through every wedding is some degree of mother-daughter tension mm-hmm. um you know that's a biggie and of course the uh you know some mothers are different than others and um you know, for some of them, they really will go um, bend over backwards to make sure their daughter has the very best experience. And for others, that's not quite the case. Um, certainly, uh, you know, I find there are more mothers planning their daughter's weddings these days. Maybe that's because I have a, a, maybe a higher end bride. And often my brides who are getting married in Philadelphia don't live in Philadelphia. They, they, they work in New York. They work in another metropolitan area. And so their mothers who are local are the ones who are calling me initially and making all the arrangements. Yes. And um, that reminds me, you really do travel. I mean, you don't just limit yourself to the Philadelphia area. Is that correct? Well, I've been to Capri. That's right. <laughs> For our travel. listeners, my right. daughter was married in Capri. Yeah. But, um, but you go up and down the East Coast, don't you? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, occasionally I'll go to New York City or um, Cape, Cape Cod. May. Yeah, not too far. Not too far. It's actually not quite as glamorous as you think to do a destination wedding. So uh-huh. um, but I, I primarily stick to the Philadelphia region these days. There's plenty to do in Philadelphia. That's right. Any issue with bridesmaids? Bridesmaids, um, well, I don't think they always take their roles too seriously. Sometimes yeah, they can, that's they a can, problem. <laughs> they can actually cause a bride more stress by not, you know, not understanding that the bride doesn't need to answer your sort of mundane questions about, you know, 
what you're wearing and it's probably unnecessary or ill-advised for a bridesmaid for example to fret over her hair and makeup um you know, at least from my point of view, you know, what I wouldn't want to see is a bridesmaid who walks up to the bride and then says, you know, I'm not happy with my hair. Well, you need to put a sock in it because it's not your day. And let's put a sock right now because okay. we got another commercial break. Stay with us. Steps to a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. De-stress with guided imagery. I'm Dr. Franco, a relaxation and guided imagery specialist. I've designed an app, Imagery Work, to relieve stress and improve mood, coping, and performance. My sensory meditations are easy to use and promote fast, effective relief from stress in the body and anxious thinking. Imagery work includes tracks for special challenges, relieve caregiver stress, defeat dental fear, stress-free bride, coping with anxiety with multiple sclerosis, mastering test anxiety, and many wellness tracks as well. To download Imagery Work, go to Apple Store or Google Play. To learn more about guided imagery, visit imageryworkcom To access Imagery Work, go to App Store or Google Play. How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. are tuned in to Imagine That. If you have a question or comment about our show or would like to share a story about how your imagination has helped you, send an email to Dr. M.E. Franco at Yahoo.com. That's Dr. M.E. Franco at Yahoo.com. Now, back to Imagine That. Welcome back to Imagine That. I'm Dr. Miriam Franco, your host. My guest today is Becky Bowe a makeup artist extraordinaire in Philadelphia who specializes in makeup for brides, mature women, and for those interested in business development and personal branding. Her school of makeup, the Paint School of Makeup in Philadelphia, is a special place where those who are interested in makeup as a professional, as a profession, excuse me, can develop their professional skills. To learn more, about Becky Bow and her makeup, visit www.beckybow.com, that's B-E-K-E-B-E-A-U.com, or visit her Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Becky Bow. To learn more about the Paint School of Makeup, 
visit www.paintschoolofmakeup.com. And if there's a bride-to-be listening, and you're interested in learning how to stay calm, focused, and more open to experience and joy in planning your wedding and on that special day, visit my guided imagery app called Imagery Work, available at Google Play or at Apple Store, and download Stress-Free Bride. Becky, in our last segment, we started to take on the whole issue of bridal stress. And we talked a bit more and focused on stress closer to the day of the wedding, you know, the, the actual makeup hair preparations just before the wedding. And uh, bridesmaids, mother of the bride. Let's also talk about the other end of stress. When you first, you know, get engaged or you start to really start thinking about planning the wedding, starting to do some of that prep work. I imagine there are things people don't consider about makeup. One, they got to first get a venue, figure out when, where, a date, um, you know, invitation lists, um, how much they're going to spend, the scope of the wedding, um, dealing with family members, merging families, food, etc. Choosing whether they're going to do something more formal, like having bridesmaids or not, uh, the whole bit. So what are some of the stresses and or issues that you're aware of about planning makeup for the newer bride-to-be? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first and foremost, it's, um, it's, it, makeup shouldn't, and hair for that matter, should not be an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, and should not be put off because like any other wedding professional or venue that you want, you want what you want. And um, so, uh, you know, if, if, if certain things are important to you, you're going to put more thought into getting them taken care of early. And I, I will tell you that I turn down many more weddings than I do each year. And, um, and that's because people uh, who are a little bit more proactive and aware will, book, will, will look early and not wait until the last minute to book somebody because what they're going to end up with um, if they wait too long is what they can get, not what they want. And that's I think, stressful. I, I also think that's important to emphasize because I, I think – people naturally just sort of throw the makeup and the hair at the end, you know? Yes. They Whereas do. the dress, you start, you know, hunting much earlier because right. there's alterations and finding right. the dress. Right. 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 Exactly. So, um, you know, those kinds of things are important. And then, um, and sometimes they may um, be working with a, a wedding planner and you would think perhaps that, choosing a wedding to work with a wedding planner versus not, and not all of my brides work with a wedding planner would reduce their stress. And I know some great wedding planners in this area um, that I adore working with, but it doesn't always necessarily reduce the amount of stress for brides because their stress is, is comes from a different place. It comes from a more personal place. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I see that and, you know, clearly some brides are going to be naturally more inclined 
to be second guessing themselves, to be worrying. I, a lot of my brides are really wonderful and they're just very almost laid back about their plans and they, and they're, they're pretty good at enjoying their day and others who, you know, might've been conditioned by upbringing, but their nature, their nurture to be more prone to taking a stressful approach. Uh huh. Yes. Well, certainly, if you're anxious in general, you might be anxious yeah. about a wedding. But mm-hmm. uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are there things people should think about? Um, you know, how do you go about? What questions do you ask a makeup artist for a wedding? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think the with because it's a it's a visual thing mm-hmm. because if it is a craft. Uh, an art, if you will. Um, I think the important thing is to look very carefully at the at the makeup artist portfolio, mm-hmm. and every any other resources they have out there in the social world to um, get a sense of who they are and what their taste level is and what they think. Like I say on the first page of my website, the landing page, it says, "This is what I think is beautiful," and I I say that because I am trying to stress that. This is what I think is beautiful. If you agree, then we are a match made in heaven, right? I, I also want to stress for those uh, who haven't yet visited your website, you have such diversity represented on your site. You have young, you have older brides, you have brides of all ethnicities, you have brides that might look like natural models and brides that look like they barely have any makeup on, but look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You know, there's such a range. And I don't think you typically see that on a lot of wedding websites. Oh, I do. I do. You know, skin is skin to me. And I and I, I will say that being a, a bridal makeup artist, and that's a big part of what I do, is, is fun because we're constantly challenged by real people with real issues and real skin. And, you know, it's, uh, that makes it a lot of fun. But I, I don't want to have this like, segment end um, before I mention one area of great stress that I've seen some brides put themselves through, which I, I would is absolutely unnecessary. And that, for the most part, is when normally they have a bridal party. Normally they have a number of bridesmaids. Um, normally they're co- coordinating both hair and makeup. And what I advise brides not to do is to try and create a rigid schedule for hair and makeup with names and times and coordinations and, and because it rarely works out that way. Uh, inevitably, somebody's not there when they're supposed to be. Um, you know, uh, someone's not quite ready at the same time. The hair and makeup professionals work to get and do this often. We're experts at getting the job done. And um, aside from sort of making sure that the whole group is there when they, um, uh, for the day, um, sometimes there's exceptions to that. Somebody needs to leave because they have children or they need to come later because they need to breast pump or something like that. That that happens, but I don't want to see people stress over um, the minutia of creating some sort of a rigid schedule because it's, it's so stressful and it's absolutely unnecessary. And like most weddings, Nothing falls perfectly in place, anyhow. Correct. It you does. You're you always going to improvise a little. That's right. That's right. And um, the 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 happiest brides understand that from the get go. Yes, I mean, there's so many moving parts. Correct. And families are families. 
families are families, you know, and there's always the sort of, I I see stress in relation to step families, stress in relations to future Mm in-laws. There's, there's always that. I always say too, you know, have the people around you that you really enjoy. Don't put yourself in a situation where you, you force yourself because of decorum or whatever to put yourself in the same room with people that you know are triggers for you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, just don't, better to make other types of plans. If you need to get ready by yourself with just your mom or not your mom, do that. Have someone, you know, have uh, the rest of the room get, get ready someplace else. Because some people function well in a three-ring circus and some people don't. Absolutely. So would you suggest, um, again, where possible, that the bride should do a full consult with you early on? Or, or not. I mean, what if they're coming from out of town? Well, actually, the trial run is for their comfort, not for mine. I do ha- have about a dozen brides each year out of the maybe 60 brides I do now. I used to do more, but I don't double up anymore. Um, that uh, About a dozen of them each year I meet on the wedding day. And I'm mm-hmm. perfectly comfortable with that. Um, but if they feel like they need to know in advance, then uh, a consultation you know, can be very useful for them because it sets their mind at ease. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, anything else regarding brides and photographers and makeup? Sure. Or? Sure. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I, I, photographers, um, I think that choosing the photographer is really critical. Um, you know, a lot of brides say, well, we don't want things that are very posed. But I will say that a lot of photographers these days kind of go into auto mode when they get to a wedding and they start to do the sort of same things that most photographers do in relation to photos where's your invitations you know let's hang the dress from something now that might be fine but um you know all of those sort of processes and especially when it starts to come to to sort of posing pictures that things that aren't really happening but are standard wedding pictures can be stressful i would recommend you know trying to work with photographers who are you know are a little bit more flexible and don't necessarily put you into poses or artificial situations that really kind of start to build up your anxiety because it doesn't feel natural. Are you typically reapplying makeup or or usually, I mean, unless it's really hot weather, Mm -hmm. but is is usually the makeup you're doing and hair before the wedding ceremony, you know, lasts the night? Sure. No, it's built to last. It's built Mm -hmm. to last. There are some brides whose budgets are a little bigger or who are a little bit more concerned who arrange to have me stay or come back for some touching up. Um, Certainly in hot weather, that's not a terrible idea, but it's built to last. I always say to my brides, it's waterproof. If you want to go jump in a swimming pool, you'll live to tell about it. That's a wonderful thing. Hold that thought. We'll take our next break. Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. De-stress with guided imagery. I'm Dr. Franco, a relaxation and guided imagery specialist. I've designed an app, Imagery Work, to relieve stress and improve mood, coping, and performance. My sensory meditations are easy to use and promote fast, effective relief from stress in the body and anxious thinking. 
Imagery work includes tracks for special challenges, relieve caregiver stress, defeat dental fear, stress-free bride, coping with anxiety with multiple sclerosis, mastering test anxiety, and many wellness tracks as well. To download imagery work, go to Apple Store or Google Play. To learn more about guided imagery, visit imageryWork.com. To access imagery work, go to App Store or Google Play. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Imagine That. If you have a question or comment about our show or would like to share a story about how your imagination has helped you, send an email to drmefranco at yahoo.com. That's drmefranco at yahoo.com. Now, back to Imagine That. Welcome back to our final segment today of Imagine That with Becky Bowe. I'm Dr. Franco, your host. Becky is the founder of the Paint School for Makeup in Philadelphia and a renowned makeup artist for brides and mature women. To see Becky's work and witness her art, visit www.beckybow.com, that's B-E-K-E-B-E-A-U.com, or visit her Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash To learn more about how to professionally apply makeup, visit her Paint School of Makeup at www.paintschoolofmakeup.com. If you're a bride listening today and would like to learn how to lower stress associated with planning a wedding and being a bride, you can download my Stress-Free Bride Relaxation and Guided Imagery Track on my Guided Imagery app called Imagery Work available on Google Play or at Apple Store. Becky, I know you've been very active in teaching. So first, tell us about your paint school of makeup, how you conceived of that, and how you run it. I have been developing an idea for a school for a few years, rolling around in my head, uh, sort of uh, working on a, a, a business plan, um, seeing what opportunities are out there, what I thought were opportunities. Um, 
and and I was finally able to make it uh, come to fruition. I I got a studio that was larger and could accommodate a classroom. Um, I will say that the school is is evolving, and I'm really comfortable and happy with letting it evolve the way it it needs to. I am learning every day about how I can best realize my goals as an educator. Um, I, I really love teaching. Um, I've been able to do that this year. I've traveled around to four different locations, well, Philadelphia, Miami, Dallas, and Long Beach, California. I was speaking and teaching at a, at a skincare show. Um, I got a lot of positive reinforcement from people who attended my workshops about my abilities as an educator. Um, that made me feel really good. I, I will say that, you know, one thing I don't want to do with the Paint School of Makeup is create a situation which I see in a lot of different learning environments, and that is providing people with a place to um, go, uh, pay their money, sleepwalk through a program, get a piece of paper at the end, and then either hang out a shingle or not. And um, unfortunately, I feel as though a lot of education programs um, feel that way these days. And, and one thing that I haven't done um, in my marketing of the Paint School of Makeup is, is make um, promises that I can't keep. Um, Say uh, more I, about that. I mean that I, you, you know, you mentioned, you know, what, what, what my goals are. I, and, and I say that I, I, I don't want people to sleepwalk because I, 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 I'm want to demand excellence from anybody that I teach or train mm -hmm. and I'm going to give them the same. I want people who are committed to their time with me and to their learning. Um, and that's why I say no sleepwalking allowed. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's really important to me that people get a quality education because that's, that's just going to increase my satisfaction because it mm -hmm. is about me. And, and also your reputation. And my reputation as an educator. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, I do find that it's evolving in ways that I didn't expect. Um, people are so accustomed these days to having, um, you know, convenience available to them that uh, I'm learning that, the school may be evolving more into a one-on-one -on -one training opportunity for people who are serious than trying to fill classes yes. uh, for people. Uh, yes, I it's think, hard to get a, a group in right. the same moment in time. Right. That's right, right. And, I, and, I, and I'm seeing that, and that's okay. Um, one of the things that I'd really like to do, and you mentioned a wish list during the break, is I would like to go out into the, the country and the hinterlands to provide uh, training training for um, salons, particularly who have bridal teams, um, yes. because I think there's a need for that. They can't get their bridal teams to a metropolitan area to get some quality education, but they do face competition in their areas. So um, I feel like if I can spend a day with their bridal team, and I've done it already with several salons in this area, that um, I can really help them up their game in relation to what they're providing for their, um, for their market.
I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. Um, going to them where they are. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Because I like traveling um, in, in this country. I, I find that I, I, even though I'm 61, I still have the energy for that sort of adventure. Your so, wanderlust, right? My, my wanderlust, exactly. So, Becky, with the holidays approaching, yes. what tips would you share for holiday makeup? Well, I think that that I have to say, Miriam, that that's again, that's a conditioning. That's a sign of conditioning. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's a sign of conditioning and marketing that we feel as though there is something different about holidays. Yes, the holidays are shiny and bright. I think they? I think that's true about New Year's. I think mm-hmm. more women are apt to put fake eyelashes on for New Year's Eve than any yes. other night. Yes. There is a notion of masquerade a little or dress up for New Year's. Perhaps. Yes. Yes. And I and I, I I'm all for it. And and you know, makeup for special occasions is all about meeting is is elevating the look to the occasion. For example, you you don't want a bride in a beautiful gown with no makeup on. It just doesn't it's not congruous, right? Right. So when I'm working with a bride, I'm 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 bringing her 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 makeup up to to, to meet the occasion. Same with New Year's Eve or anything like that, right? You, you 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 there's a context and and we we can meet that with with our personal styling, right? Well, Becky, I could talk for you, with you for hours, uh, but we're going to be out of time soon. But thank you for joining me today. And thank you for your friendship over all these years. So again, if you'd like to learn more about Becky's work, visit www.beckybow.com. Her Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash Or if you'd like to learn how to apply makeup, visit her www.paintschoolofmakeup.com. Thanks again, Becky. My pleasure. This podcast marks the end of the fall season for Imagine That. I want to thank all my listeners for your support and for tuning in. I would also like to thank Voice America for their terrific staff and support for broadcasting my podcast series. And I want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving and holiday season And to remind you that your imagination is one of the most powerful, transformative resources you have. Imagine that. Thank you for taking a deeper look into your imagination with Dr. Miriam Franco. Please join us for another episode of Imagine That next Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tap into your imagination this week.